It's been more than three years since I moved into my current apartment, and I noticed that it's it used to be very minimalistic, and there didn't used to be a lot of stuff in my apartment. And somehow, the way life goes, there's a lot of crap in my apartment now. I mean, I would say compared to many other people, it's still very much under control. I don't have that much stuff. But I'm thinking I should sell some stuff. And so I thought for today's mini episode, I would talk about selling used stuff and also maybe just as important or more importantly, buying used stuff. There is a lively scene, I would say, in Berlin of kind of buying and selling used stuff. And if you're new here, maybe you're wondering how and where to do it. The most important or the most famous way to do it is Kleinanzeigen, formerly eBay Kleinanzeigen. Kleinanzeigen means uh, classifieds. And eBay Kleinanzeigen used to be kind of like a side project, I guess. Uh, I think eBay got a little bit scared. This is, I'm not 100% sure if this is actually true, but I think eBay was scared of Craigslist gaining a foothold in Germany or Europe. And so they founded eBay Kleinanzeigen, which was essentially a separate site where you could um, offer or post classifieds for free um, and sell stuff that way without the whole bidding system that eBay is known for. And then they got rid of that business. I, I knew that it was like a different company running eBay Kleinanzeigen for a long time already and now they completely rebranded and it's not even called eBay Kleinanzeigen anymore it's just Kleinanzeigen be that as it may it's been unchanged uh, more or less for uh, years uh, and you can post things for free uh, you can pay for like you know I don't know highlights and stuff like that and if you're a commercial a commercial seller I think you have to pay but it is kind of the default platform for buying and selling used stuff i think in all of germany basically and if you live in berlin i would say it's quite easy to get rid of stuff i mean depending on what you're selling but especially if you're giving anything away i've given away i don't know old uh, furniture and stuff a few times and someone will come and pick it up in no time if it's free uh, it's really kind of astonishing to me somehow how fast things will go if they're free. If they cost money, maybe not as uh, fast. Um, but yeah, usually it's easy to sell stuff and buy stuff. Although you do have to, like Kleinanzeigen is kind of infamous for these message threats that you that are sometimes quite comedic. There's even a best of Kleinanzeigen account on like Instagram, Twitter. And there's just kind of hilarious uh, conversations that sometimes ensue. And you have to be, besides those kind of funny things where people try to haggle and, and kind of try to argue why you should give them a better price and stuff like that, there's a lot of scams going on. I think Kleinanzeigen is doing a pretty good job of uh, fighting the scammers. Often I get like a scam, scammy message and I ignore it and then an hour later or so, I get a push notification saying, hey, this this person who contacted you, we 
banned them because they were spammer or scammer. Um, but essentially, especially if you're new to this and you don't really know how things work, you should basically insist on messaging people through the platform and not kind of uh, give them your phone number. Or if someone like reaches out to you over WhatsApp, that's a huge red flag already. Like basically do the communication on the platform. You don't have to do the payment through the platform because that's actually quite pricey. You can, like the best thing to do is obviously just pay cash and pick it up in person. But if you're buying something there and they're shipping it to you, you can use PayPal. I guess like the main the main thing people do is use PayPal and then and then use the sending money to friends feature where it's free. You don't have to pay a fee. Um, and if you trust the person, then that's fine. But if you're not 100% sure, maybe use the merchant, kind of the, the paid feature on PayPal where you have the bias protection or use the Kleinanzeigen feature. The, the main way to spot... Uh, scammers is to look at the date when they signed up because most scammers don't survive uh, very long on the platform so their accounts will be a day old or two days old um, and those if i get a request even if it looks somewhat legitimate i always check how long the account has existed and if it's existed for less than a week i'll just ignore it because it, the chance that it's a scammer is really, really, really high. If the account is like a year old, or in my case, I think my, my account is probably like 10 years old or something, you can be pretty sure that the person is not a scammer because they wouldn't have lasted on the platform this long. Those are my tips for Kleinanzeigen. Um, another platform, another app on the internet is Vinted. Um, Vinted it focuses specifically on clothes secondhand clothes um i think you can sell anything there but they really kind of made a niche for themselves for like used clothes and i'm not super active there but i know some people are and i think it's a really good way to find secondhand uh whatever jeans uh sweaters shoes bags, whatever you need if you don't have a good secondhand store nearby, Vinted. And then in terms of um, buying stuff, used or selling stuff um, in person, there's quite a few flea markets, very active flea markets in Berlin. Maybe the most famous one and maybe the biggest is the flea market, Flohmarkt im Mauerpark, which is in Prenzlauer Berg. Um, it's super famous. You kind of have to go when you live in Berlin at least once. You'll probably be there quite a few times. Uh, it's super popular to go on Sunday. It's packed. When you go there on Sunday, um, if the weather is good, it is, it's crazy packed. Um, I would recommend, actually, if you're looking for used stuff, then try to go early-ish. Um, I think it officially opens at like nine or something nine or ten nine uh okay it's officially it starts at 10 but people will start like setting up their booths at like 8 39 probably so the real kind of uh the people who really try to get good deals they will be there at like eight or nine and while people are still unpacking like 
spot the good stuff and ask them how much they're willing to sell it for. Um, I sold my stuff there twice before. And I remember these people who arrived really early and and got the good stuff and got really good prices because they were good at haggling. And then I remember I sold like a a tripod that was actually kind of in good condition still for like five euros or something just because someone was borderline aggressive and and really good at haggling and I was still kind of unpacking my boxes. And then later in the afternoon at like three in the afternoon, some tourist came and and found something like a old uh, bow tie that someone had given me. I don't even know why I had this bow tie and it was worth nothing. And they asked how much for the bow tie and I said, how much are you willing to pay? And they said like 20 euros or something. So that's kind of how that goes. That's how the dynamic goes at Mauerpark Flohmarkt. Um, so if you're going to buy stuff, uh, try to go early, avoid the crowds. If you're just going to hang out and see it and, and I don't know, have an overpriced uh, pancake there, then you can go anytime in the during the day. And if you go as a seller, then the way it works is... Um, I'll link the website in the in the show notes and the, there's all the information there. But basically, you have to go there in person and then go to the info desk. So so it's always every Sunday. It, it happens every Sunday. And so you have to go there on a Sunday in person and then between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., you can reserve a, a spot for one of the next four Sundays. So you can't do it over the internet. You have to go and then reserve your spot um, in person. And it will cost you, if I'm understanding this correctly, if you're a private seller, it'll cost you 50 euros for a three-meter kind of desk or table uh, with, uh, with a little roof like they're all kind of little tents so it's uh, 35 euros for the rent and 15 f- to use the the table so it's 50 euros there's uh ah yeah and and this is if you if you do it in advance and then if you arrive the day off this is something else you can do and that i have done in the past so you can get there kind of early get there at seven or eight and see if any Spots are still open. Maybe someone reserved and didn't show up. You can also do that and it'll, it'll be 63 euros uh, for the day. But obviously there's no guarantee that you'll get a spot. You can try it, but then I would really show up early. But obviously it's better to reserve in advance. And 50 euros um, is a lot of money. So if you only have a few t-shirts to sell, it's probably not worth it. But if you have a lot of stuff, I mean, this is really one of the most popular flea markets in all of Berlin. There's a lot of people passing through that whole day. So you'll hopefully make that money back in no time. There's also quite a few other flea markets in um, in Berlin. I'll link a website with an overview. One of the other ones that I'm familiar with is Flohmarkt am Boxhagener Platz in Friedrichshain. It's quite a bit smaller, but also really nice. And there's private sellers there as well. And then also, if you're trying to buy a bicycle, a bike, um, you can go to one of the several Fahrradmärkte 
in Berlin. There is uh, three different locations, one in Moabit, one in Mitte, and one in Kreuzberg. And uh, I'll link the website there. Honestly, I've only been once kind of passing through and I didn't actually look to buy a bike. So I don't have that much experience in terms of how buying a bike at one of these Fahrradmärkte goes. But I've heard good things. I think it's a way to buy a used bike and be relatively certain that it's not a stolen bike and that it's good quality. I can't vouch for that. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe there's some bad stuff going on there as well. But there's a lot of bikes at these Fahrradmärkte. And so it's a good way to maybe get an overview. 